1: Yeah, we ain't taking you back. <laughs> I got
2: to say, there's only one time I've ever seen a Notre Dame kid throw a Notre Dame hat that I was that I enjoyed it. And that happened last week. When Aeneas Wait. did you see that one, Malik? When Aeneas Wayne committed? I didn't so see it. We all, we had it's like so We knew he committed, he silently committed Notre Dame against Clemson. Oh, he yeah. He announced on Friday that he was coming, right? So he gets up there. He's got like the Notre Dame hat. It was like Notre Dame, it was like Tennessee, like or Bama, Tennessee and uh, Kentucky or something like that, right? So we're thinking he's going to go to Notre Dame because like when the kids are doing a hat game, you do not want to be the school that gets the hat picked first. yeah? Does that mean your hat is getting chucked? So and that's we're, so played
1: out. They got that from, uh, what was it, 2000?
2: But this is good, though, know? right? So he picks mean, the do, Notre Dame hat up first. We're live, dog. Like We're live doing something, and this is about to be the worst live show ever. <laughs> so he picks up the hat, and he chucks. I mean, ch- he didn't just drop it. He chucks it off screen, and we're like, What's about to happen? Yeah. So he does all this kind of stuff, and then he picks up a dog from under the table, and the dog was dressed up like a leprechaun. <laughs> it was
3: so great. It yeah. was so great.
2: Yeah. I was like,
1: the okay. dog up. He
2: put some new stuff on the hat game because I'm like, he chucked the Notre Dame hat. This is there's no there Malik. There was no Notre Dame hat left on the table. Yeah, it was gone.
1: Don't do it to me like that. And he man. picked That's up crazy. the dog.
2: The dog was dressed up like the leprechaun. It was great. Woo. Great.
1: But I like him as well he's gonna be nice. Yeah. Oh no, he's doubt. gonna be real nice. Yeah, he's so like good a so, running back. <laughs> him, so, Brandon Hillman that's yeah. athletic, just that's your forward. favorite.
2: That's your favorite player in the class.
1: That's my favorite player. Well, that's because he's
2: from Virginia, Sean. That's that's why I mean, that's just,
1: I love Brandon Ken. Hillman because he's just he just he's one of those players like a Kadarius Tony, man. Kadarius Tony was playing everything in high school. And just a dynamic guy. I feel like defenders will be afraid to tackle guys like him and Aeneas Williams. And so it's going, it's going to be interesting. I think those are two special athletes that are different than an athlete like a Rico Flores. Mm-hmm. Who does a little bit of everything, but he's more specialized towards a uh, player receiver. These other two, Brandon Hillman and Aeneas Williams, just get him the ball. You just get him to rock and be like, I'm going to just back up and let you do your thing. So. um you know, Marcus Freeman and recruiting these guys that are 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 unicorns in the fact that they're not position specific, but can be and can be multiple positions, aka Xavier Watts. I think that's I think that's the trend of where uh this team is going and it's gonna make us harder to beat uh when it gets later in the season, because we can Miss, mismatch and, and shift players all around. We It's like puzzle pieces. We can just make it work.
3: Which is crazy, right? And to sum all of this up before we start talking about our favorite parts of this class to get out of here, we already know who's on the petty train tonight. Like, y'all don't even have to guess. Wasn't that the first
2: hour and a half of the show? No. You already know. <laughs> I thought we just – I know I'm new here, Sean, but I thought we dove into the petty train at the beginning. Petty train is sold out. He's yeah. the conductor, Good. engineer,
3: everything, waiter, whatever you, he's. It's all him tonight. He is the petty train tonight. That's right. Don't forget all of our great content: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CFB Nation, in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. You already know.
4: No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.
3: I don't know what your intentions were, but it comes across as if your intentions were to deceive. That's what. That's the way it's coming across. And if you are willing to face the music, face the staff, and face the commits in the class, and convey what really went on, who am I to say whether or not you should be taken back? Uh, it's not up to me. It's not up to me. Because either way, with or without you, when they kick off in Ireland, I'm gonna be bowled about it with my fandom in <laughs> 2023. Like my fandom doesn't change. That's right. At all, it doesn't change at all, and that is why I hope everyone sits on this. It's really not about us. It's really about that staff, the program, and those young men that he supposed we had a brotherhood with, you know, cause you can see it on several of their faces. The, the interviews we had after he made his announcement, you can see like the
2: guys were kind of like, they were hurting. Yeah. They were yeah. Hurt. Yeah. There's not there's nothing worse than being betrayed by somebody you love.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's it. I look, I love this class. yeah, I really do. Uh, Malik, you pointed it out when you were talking. Like You have a full offensive line, right? Uh, Kenny Minchie might not be the best in the class, but he might be the most important player in the class. Um, Jeremiah Love is just a flat. To stack him and Jadarian Price <laughs> is crazy. That's crazy, right? To go and get Caleb Smith. All right, cool. And then to stack the Virginia Tech Caleb Smith on top of the... Is he going to put a
1: hand in dirt or what? Because every time I see him, he adding weight.
3: (laughs) Oh, well, I mean, he's a big dude. No, he's... He's like a big two
1: sixty receiver or something like that. Like, I'm, usually he's like two twenty five, two thirty. I, I don't know how you run with that. Unless <laughs> you said two sixty, and the man looks stocky, like big. Like you, I don't. You know, he don't. He don't have no Rico anywhere. He's kind of like okay, I can see it. He's. I mean, you know, maybe we got a, a plan for him. We trying to expand the tight ends role to a outside type of hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Brock, we saw Brock, we saw Brock Bowers and said we got to we got to get something like that. <laughs> you
2: know, a, but, but Brock like, runs like a receiver. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Brock runs like a receiver, that's right.
3: <laughs> I think this class eliminates a few things. Notre Dame is very close. Mike Micken's wants to be able to play man to man. They're building up the depth and getting very close to being able to lock teams down in man-to-man. They're getting very close. It might have to be when this 23 class goes into their second year and you get the 24 class and you have a kid like Carson Hobbs coming in behind and you really have that depth of guys that want to be up in your face competing against the best. Brian, we talked to Christian Gray he talked about the schedule he had this year when that dude was facing Carnell Tate, Jeremiah McClellan,
2: Aaron Ryan Wingo,
3: Aaron Scott. Like, dude, he's coming into town like, dude, I faced the best
2: all year. Like, I'm not afraid to compete. Sean, if you look at Notre Dame's schedule next year, it won't be until game four that Christian Gray play, plays the receiver better than the cats he played in high school this year. Facts. Facts. That's a fact. Navy, Tennessee State, and Central Michigan. Maybe, right? Name a dude on that roster is going to be better than Cardinal Tate, Ryan Wingo, or Aaron Scott. So you you talk about that, and
3: then for the last two years, the linebacker position, and I know fans, you've been clamoring for these youngsters to play. Like, right? please play, please play, Prince Collie, please play the twenty-two linebackers. <laughs> You're going to be clamoring for the twenty-three linebackers. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. It's hey, Sean, almost these time. coaches aren't
2: going to like me if they don't play Jaden Osbury. You know this. Yeah, we know. That's your guy.
3: <laughs> we know. That's your guy. We know. We know. i my mad he ain't is, playing in the bowl game. I mean, I know it's not legal, but I'm mad they yeah. ain't playing
2: him in the bowl game. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. I saw somebody earlier say, you know, that they question the depth chart at the safety position. That, that's fine. Sure. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. And some of you might question uh, the lack of experience on the defensive line going into next season. That, that's fine. That's that I fine. have a harder time with. That's fine. I'll tell you one thing, and Malik, you can take it from here. I don't give a darn who they bring in at quarterback because he's going to be much better than he was at his previous spot. I I can guarantee that. I would lay a bet on that.
1: Yeah, we're definitely going to make him better, but we need a guy that makes us better.
3: Yeah. This is not, this is not, yeah, this is not Graham Mertz going to Florida. That dude couldn't handle the Big
1: Ten, and you think he's about to handle the SEC? With a coach that might not be there after this year? Man. Making transfer hires like that. (laughs) Look, let me tell you something.
3: You can take, and, you know, we have favorites in the chat every show we do, right? Names get thrown out there. This kid, that kid. No, this kid sucks. That kid sucks. There's all those names you put out there, if they come to Notre Dame, they'll be better than they were at the previous spot.
2: And the it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. And I think that we're, Notre Dame does their part. You come to Notre Dame, they're going to give you what they tell you. They're going to develop you how they said they was. But we need a quarterback to bring his part. Where he's like, "Oh, I just need to mix this with this, and I'm gonna get that a championship." Man. We got guys bringing half seasonings, forgetting stuff. You know, when you come to a potluck, you got to come with your offering. Yeah, we got guys coming empty handed, want to leave with plates. How you? How you gonna come empty handed but want to leave with all the plates? No, <laughs> the that is disrespectful.
3: Is, that is disrespectful.
1: The rule is. <laughs> If you want a plate to take home, you have to bring something to the potluck. Jack Cone came with his empty pockets and and a a missing shirt. We done clothed him. We done done got him some swag. He done left with some cologne, that good QB musk on him. And he ended up leaving and getting a hot date in the NFL. He wasn't getting no play, couldn't get a date coming to us. He left with a nice shorty on his arm leaving the Notre Dame program, which is the NFL. So we need a guy coming in that, that, that makes good mac and cheese. You know, well, we, we got to ask at the potluck, who made this? Are you hungry, bro? Did you eat before <laughs> you got on the show?
3: There's your food references tonight.
1: <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh>, boy.
2: <laughs> They're
3: too old. The that the,
1: oh, kids. man. We, we about to dig in for dinner. We like, wait, 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 wait. wait. Where's that? Where's that one dish? From the QB that he that he said we heard about it all week, that potato salad is rocking. We can't even start the meal without the QB's dish.
3: Poor Brian is yawning, man. He's been up since like five in the morning. Bro, I went
2: to bed at four thirty, got back up at six.
3: It's oh been a long time. Yeah,
1: <laughs> got help help our man yeah. out. I'm sorry, I was just watching
2: the end of the men's basketball game. That's kind of what put me to sleep. Yeah, that can can be a snooze fest. Can I be a mini Petty Train, like a little Petty Train? Oh, absolutely. Petty Train? Absolutely, absolutely. Y'all, it could be worse. We could be covering the men's basketball team right now. (laughs) Yeah. They just lost a 3-10 Florida State. Mm. Florida State is awful, too. Yeah, they just lost to them. Oh, wow. Was it at home? No. Oh. They had the ball at the end of the game, down one. J.J. Starling had a great take with, like, 30 seconds left to score. Just said, okay, I'm a five-star. I'm about to score on you. And then he didn't touch the ball again the rest of the game. But Trey works just threw a ball away, just straight threw it away with three seconds left. Like, they had a nice play drawn up. They had a guy's breaking free over the middle, and he, you know, he just air-mailed it. And it was such a bad, poorly coached team. Yeah. Bunch That's of so veterans. Nice. Yeah. You know.
3: That's my narrative. That's my narrative, the defensive backfield, and the fact that, yeah, they're going to be able to play man-to-man, championship man-to-man at the DB position. What's what's the narrative that you think was eradicated? What do you have, Brian? What narrative?
1: Go ahead, Malik. This
2: is your show, Malik.
1: I think the narrative that's been established is that we're not crying over spilled milk. But we damn sure ain't putting that milk back in the bottle either. Just gonna get that paper towel, wipe that thing up, and what's left is left. But it's gonna be good though. It's gonna be good.
3: So work with what you got.
1: We got strawberry milk too. We, we different. We, we ain't get the regular. Nah, just strawberry. wait a minute. You using that quick powder from back no, in the day? The it, Nestle United, quick? Hey, United Dairy Farmers, they got strawberry milk ready. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Driscoll's like, yep. <laughs> hey, uh, United Dairy Farmer, I wish they had it out here in uh, Cali, man. Give me some good Superman ice cream. Man, that, hey, they got everything over there, UDF. Hey,
2: they might use powder too, but I don't see it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't that's see That's the it. difference. <laughs> <laughs> so so in my head, it's that pink cow that I saw on the way in that. Right. Pink run.
1: cow, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Care if it's real or not.
2: <laughs> oh my god he's good i don't care is it my turn sean
3: oh you're asking now <laughs> usually, usually usually you just say man
2: i'm sorry for cutting you off but i just gotta get well, this point. he's tired I'm, man he i'm tired, tired. b <laughs> it's not my show right <laughs> trying to be respectful i'm a guest here i want to be invited back it's like That's I right. behave myself. Man, you've been here like, before keep my feet up on the table, right? You've been but, hit you know? before. You're allowed to go in the freeze. Right. It's all good. you am not walking in all Rick James style. F yo couch. F yo. You know, I'm not yeah. doing all that stuff. I want That's to be brought true. back. I don't want to get beaten the legs. I got two, Sean. I got two narratives. Number one is can we, we stop with another name can't recruit school players? Oh, stop. Yeah. stop. You, you're beating Bama for DBs. You're beating LSU for, in Ohio State for DBs. You're recruiting dudes. Everybody talking about, oh, you you lost your two fastest players. And I keep saying, no, they didn't. Their fastest player signed today. His name's Michael Bell. It was never Dylan Edwards. Yeah. It oh, was man. never Peyton fast. Bowen. Right? Um, Michael Bell's
1: fast.
2: <laughs> yeah. Christian Gray, <laughs> 6'1", ran a 4-4-1 at Ohio State. Ran a 4-4-2 at Notre Dame. Right? Braylon James. Jaden Greathouse is a dog. I've talked to people to say, "Yo, Caleb Smith's going to be the best of those four kids." I'm just telling you right now. Talk to somebody else I know out, 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 and uh, not even from Cali. It's like don't be shocked if Rico Flores catches more balls than anybody else in that group.
1: See, that's interesting. Yeah, that's an interesting. pickup. but that's but
2: remember. the point is though, Malik, we're having that conversation.
1: Yeah,
2: and and um, they they're getting skill. My other one would be to Notre Dame fans is. Stop in one breath telling me that you don't care about stars and in the next breath, assuming the kids can't play because they're not ranked high. How many of y'all last year thought I was nuts when I kept telling y'all Benjamin Morrison is that dude mm-hmm. it for a year. Come on, man. Look where he's ranked. I don't care about that. They beat Saban for him. They beat Saban for a cat for him, and Jimmy Lake for a cat in Arizona. I don't care. I don't care what rivals things.
1: Yeah. So yeah, rivals, rivals lost all credibility, put Arch at one, not going, no camps or nothing. You don't do nothing
2: because the criteria is different though. Malik, that's the problem for me is if you're going to grade everybody else off of a camp, then why not grade him off of a camp? They grade you off of Friday
1: night lights. When has that ever been the standard of grading a kid as number one player? And then they baby, oh, they got a new thing called five star plus. You plus a five star, damn it! You you so stupid. good and overrated. You got a plus next to the five
2: star. Like, what can we create that will create even more crap articles that we can write that will get a lot of clicks but mean nothing? Let's do a five star plus. Yeah. It means nothing. No. The film is what matters. The talent the 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 stars do not define your talent. Your 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 stars should be defined by your talent. And 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 it's not always so because it's a it's a it's a flawed process that is no longer about just misevaluations. It's well, this isn't good business. It's, it's Sean, you said it today. It's a business plan. So when you watch cats like Isaiah Foskey come out and play like five stars in college, remember that he was not a top. Nobody had him ranked in the top two hundred. Nobody. When you keep complaining about how you didn't just get this kid and that kid and this kid's ranked this and that kid's ranked that, just remember one thing. Not a single person on the planet outside of me had Benjamin Morrison ranked inside the top 300. Mm. Right? I could do this all day. Remember when everybody cried, rightfully so, when their name lost Will Shipley? Hey, Will Shipley's a baller. But I'll take my two for one deal that got you Audric Estime and Logan Diggs. You don't get them if you don't miss on Will Shipley. Will Shipley's a great player. But give me those two over that one. That's the point. They got kids that can flat out play. Was it a perfect class? No, no, it's not. Peyton and it, Peyton, like with the quarterback, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, good. I'm happy with how it's planned out. <laughs> but getting Peyton and Keon would have been what made it a perfect class. They didn't get them. That's, that's where Coach Friedman say, okay, what do we got to do to make sure we get that kid next year? Whether yeah, it's a five-star yeah. like Peyton or, a, or a, 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 a kid who maybe isn't ranked as high, but we love the talent like the next Benjamin Morrison. I don't care where a kid is ranked. I care how he plays in college. That's so really stop true. getting in your feelings every time they don't get a kid that's ranked here or there. Stop getting in your feelings about where the class is ranked here. I don't care. No, Notre Dame's class today that's going to finish eighth is better than all but two recruiting classes that Clemson had for a decade period Facts. from 2011 to 2010 to 2019. That's right. That's it. That's it. The Trevor Lawrence class ranked one spot ahead of where Notre Dame's current class is ranked. So just, um, just. Have a little faith that the people that you trust that you that you know are giving you honest assessments and then let it play out. Right. I mean, because yeah. what do we say a year ago, Sean? When everybody's complaining, this offensive staff, Tom Reese has got to go. Why? You can't recruit. What makes you say that? Well, look at the class right now. Defense is killing them. Now look at it. Right. Now people are like <laughs> when's the defensive staff gonna catch up with the re- what Reese and his cats are doing? Just let it play out. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because they got some flat out straight ball players in his class, fellas. Yeah. And and if you look at who they beat for those kids, it tells you everything you need to know. Yep. We're going to get to the Super Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I am saying that's it, man. Look look at who they beat. I, I care more about that than I care about star rankings. Yeah.
1: Don't let delusion be the source. Right. No confusion.
2: You beat Ohio State and LSU for Christian Gray. I don't care where he's ranked. Rivals just dropped the Don Shuler down to three-star. That dude got offered by Ohio State, Alabama, and Georgia during his senior season. Right. But he dropped down to three-star. Stop. Stop. Stop.
1: Stop.
3: Hey, we're going to check this out, though, because that's an interesting question I want to ask. And we had a conversation with Tom Lemming earlier today, Left. I want you to chime in on this. He said the biggest mistake in this class was that the fact that Notre Dame went all in on Dante Moore when they had Jackson Arnold pretty much in the bag. Now like you got to see all of these guys Good. play. At the, you're, so, you're so disrespectful. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that was coming. I knew that hey, was coming. Wait, I already know how you feel, Bryce. I was thinking it. I was thinking it. Malik <laughs> oh, said it. Goodness. I'm just saying. <laughs> but – you know, he he pointed back to I believe he referenced the Will Shipley, yeah. um, recruitment without following they,
2: up on what came next.
3: Yeah, like saying they didn't have a Plan B after that. Will Shipley ended up at Clemson. Um, he kind of threw Lance Taylor under the bus on that. That's one, one
2: hell of a Plan B.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, without that, with that being said, what's the biggest mistake of this
1: class? And I think the key on—I don't call it a mistake. What? But I letting them
3: go and not fighting.
1: I think us not getting the sign—I don't know if you would call it a mistake or more just. I wish we would have had him. <laughs> I think that would make the class feel like everything. Marcus Freeman, like not that it doesn't now, but. Marcus Freeman was hitting on the head. I think that would have been his key franchise pickup. I think he would make more of an immediate impact on a team that, you know, I think our D-line would have really enjoyed having a key on. But other than that, I think it's not too many mistakes for a team that went eight and four last year and end up Mm. as a top five recruiting class in the, the class the next year. So, you know, Marcus Freeman, is. I'm telling you, that stock is rising. And that an ordering program is is trending upwards even with losing two five stars that we should have got.
3: So basically you're saying like with the class we got, it's not like we're not about to sit up here and complain. Yeah, I have, oh to, no. go, I have to go
1: eight and four. I have to go with eight <laughs> and four. Yeah, for sure.
2: Is it my turn? <laughs> yes, Brian. <laughs> I think I think the one for me is is um trying to play Russian roulette or trying to play a game of chicken with Jason Moore. Mm. I think that's one. I love Keon and there's no replacing Keon, but if they'd have got Jason Moore, I'd have felt a little better about it. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he's a dude. And and I, that that version of it, Sean, is a lot nicer than what my other mistake was gonna be. My other spake was gonna. My other one was gonna be who you had in charge of recruiting the defensive line this year, mm. but that would have been a little bit harsh.
3: No, that would have been fair. Right, that have been fair in my opinion, because you know how I feel about the situation with the kid up here in Chicago, in twenty-four. Sure. So I'm, I'm Unforced right in line. Error. Unforced I'm, error. I'm right in line with
2: this. Yeah, I just you know when he got hired, you had Keon in the class. You had Brennan Vernon in the class. And you were the leader for Jason Moore. Jason Moore didn't go to Ohio State because he got paid. He didn't. Ohio State's losing kids left. Ohio State lost a kid today to Auburn. Mm-hmm. Auburn. Mm. Ohio State, or they lost a kid. They lost a tight end to Auburn when they didn't have a coach. Why? Because he wasn't going there for the football program. He's going there for the deal. Because Ohio State's not buying kids. They did not lose to Ohio, to Ohio State for Jason Moore because of that. They lost to Jason Moore because they did a better job of selling the vision than what Al Washington did. Marcus Freeman was ultimately why they were in the game. Al Washington closed the deal. I think that's my – and then not having – I think the other thing too is it's a – they should have – they should have tried – they should have read the Keon situation a little bit quicker and maybe started looking for somebody else a little sooner to just have as a backboard, even if it was a linebacker that you would eventually convert to Viper once Keon left would be, but that's a small one. That's a small one because Keon's thing escalated pretty quickly, like over a couple weeks. Yeah. That'd be a nitpick, but I think it's the other one. It's the one that cost you Keon and Jason more. If you just get one of those two dudes, we're having such a different conversation about this class right now. Oh yeah. Such a different conversation about this class.
3: Yeah. And I think the the Dante situation, in my opinion. There was something that we both participated in, and Brian will remember this. <laughs> we, when it happened, we had a phone call the night before. Like, I just I don't know how this is going to go, man. This does this seem kind of corny to you? Like, this was the conversation we had. It's around Dante Moore, and it always seemed like Notre Dame was chasing for someone that was supposedly committed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, always trying to come on, lock in, come on. And I know the importance of quarterback publicly stepping out there but it just never felt good. Right? It just never felt good. I don't really I, w- I don't put that on the kid. I don't put that on the young man. Just the entire situation surrounding that recruitment. You know, it just didn't go the right way for Notre Dame. So, you know, Tom, Tom Lemming, you know, said going all in, uh, I will say this. There was a time where they did have Jackson Arnold and Bazina ready to come visit. And they kind of just was like, nah. so, I mean. Can I ask I you think, something, Sean? I think Tommy was put in a spot where he knew what the quarterback room looked like. And he, he shot for the star. He do he shot for the moon. But
2: why? For the moon. Why?
1: Yeah, to make up for all them. No no. no,
2: no, no. I'm looking at it differently. Why? Because he knew since March that he was going to get C.J.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. I knew he knew. Yeah, I knew he knew for a minute that he was getting right. C.J. too.
2: And, and that was the thing is, like, he he knew. Look, whether you agree or disagree, this is not debatable. Tommy Reese thinks C.J. Carr is a better prospect than Dante Moore.
1: Yeah. He does. That's whether he went whether behind you agree or disagree, it's fact. Back. Yeah. I went behind Marcus Freeman back. He kept it low, and he was making them inroads with his family, like – yeah, yeah. You're, you're the championship dude first right. day on campus.
2: For me, if you could tell me back then, you can either take Vizina or Jackson Moore Arnold now or take your shot with Dante, and if you don't get it, you're going to end up with Kenny Minchie, I'm going with how it played out. Because that's why you get CJ early, because then you can swing your shot there because CJ Carr is such a significantly better prospect than C Chris Vizina and especially Jack Vasena I get I mean he didn't right. have a great senior year hey guys uh, I just t- look, t- look
3: at look at what I have to stare at oh uh, see
2: do you see this, this it's
3: out of love here. for Sean that I'm not <laughs> booming right now you see this guy? Okay?
1: if I didn't love yeah. her so much the university of spoiled children is that what that is that's she would uh, represent hey,
2: <laughs> did she actually get into school or did she have to have her actress mother get her into school and pay? So, oh, hey, I'm just, hey, like, hey, I'm hey, just, hey, I'm just curious, you know. what I'm hey, saying,
3: no payoffs here. This is hard work, <laughs> <laughs> this is hard work.
1: That's right, that's right. But the oh, quarterback man. thing, though, is
2: I'm comfortable Yeah, because where play. they
1: finish at bottom 15, yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> probably I'm pump that man. But yeah, I'm confident with the quarter, way to quarterback thing. I didn't. I didn't necessarily agree, because I think the only way you were going to get Dante is if you went all in. And I'm just. I'm not on the. I don't care where Jackson Arnold was ranked. Yeah, I'll take. And this is. I've at least. I may be wrong, but I've been consistent on this from day one, Sean. I've never been on the Jackson Arnold fan club. Never. I think he's a really good high school quarterback because he's got really good dudes throwing next to him. Facts. That's that's the reality of it, right? Like, you know, um you and you. Of, you
3: yeah. Exactly. You put
2: him at, you put Kenny Minchie on that team. And, and what would he have done with those yeah. throwing, throwing to those cats? That's, that's my whole thing, right? Like I just, what would Kenny Minchie's numbers look like if he would have transferred to Westlake and was thrown to the, thrown Jaden Greathouse and those cats. Right? Like I, I just, Christopher Zena's got a big body and a big arm. His senior film didn't impress me. I've never really been on that train either. Sean, you know me. I've always been high on Kenny Minchie. They tried to flip him. When the whole thing went down with Dante, they one of the first kids they tried to flip was Kenny, but he wasn't willing to do it because he'd already given Pitt his word. That's the kind of kid he was. He just he couldn't he couldn't do that. But eventually he kind of realized, like, I got a business decision to make as well.
1: Yeah, he started watching Drew Pond play and Right. Like, look, they need better. <laughs> that's
2: for, that's exactly right. So I I'm comfortable with how that played out, be honest with you. Now I wasn't prior to Kenny Minchie getting back involved, right? But once Kenny got back involved, it's like okay, it worked out. But that's why I say it's a it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. You got to let it play out because you will not hear me complaining about how quarterback played, especially with a, Dante would have bailed if they would have been able to convince Dante to to, to commit publicly. Yeah, yeah. He he he, he still bails.
1: Yeah, He still bails. Yeah, he still because
2: he wasn't willing to look his dad in the eye and say, "Dad, this is my life, not yours." Yeah, and that's that's the that's the, that's the facts for me. Yeah, so that wouldn't have changed. Wouldn't have changed. Could you imagine so, if, if they would have got him, Sean, and they lost Keon and him? Like if they'd lost Peyton and Dante leading up to signing
1: day. Well, as it said, stands,
3: we have the, we do have the number one D commitment
2: class in twenty
1: three. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah.
2: If you go with silence as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because yeah. people forget Justin Rett was in that group too. Absolutely another one i'm okay with yeah
3: yeah
2: sometimes it works out i'll trade i'll i'll trade you Justin Ret for Micah Bell every single day of the week and yeah. twice on saturdays yeah
3: yeah i if i would agree there. with that i would agree with that i'm i'm going to tell you the best evaluation job in this class yeah, that's that's a, that's a that's a different way of talking hmm. about this class the best evaluation in this class? I'll start with you, Lef. Who do you think is the best evaluation in this class? Somebody that looked on film. I'll tell you who it was for me. I'll step out and start it off. Ben Minich. Ben Minich is going to get the best evaluation Mm -hmm. award for me. Because I don't know what they saw mm. before. Of course, you know, he runs the 10-4 and wait,
1: everybody. Wait, Is that the safety from Ohio?
3: Yeah. Uh, you just yeah. wanted to say Ohio. You just wanted to find a way to bring up Ohio. I-
1: hey, hey, It's funny because that's who I was thinking of. I couldn't remember his- <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: but yeah, I couldn't figure it out. I said, why would we?
3: Yeah, because in my off opinion.
1: Of, uh, off a cliff for him.
3: Notre Dame got in on him. Quicker,
1: yeah. I mean, we it was a quick commit, quick. Oh, he he was ready, yo, because he knows he was like, Y'all recruit me? Oh, yeah, before y'all make up, before y'all change your mind,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And
3: there's another one that we got a chance to talk to. I know this is probably where uh Brian's gonna go because Brian thinks this kid can be really good. Because his ceiling is pretty high.
2: And who's, who's that? Here?
3: No, I'll let you go ahead and give give your answer first, and then I'm, I'm actually to
2: gonna I, I'm gonna go with you because mm. the reason I I do is it's I, I'm more impressed by the the this is gonna sound super arrogant, but whatever. I think people are used to that for me by now. I'm more impressed when a coach makes an evaluation that I didn't see. Mm. And that's that's the thing. Like with Ben Minich, I was like, I don't see it, Malik. I was, yes. I, was I don't see it. I don't. I watched the junior film. He's a he's a really good high school football player. That I don't see that is. projection mm-hmm. to the next level. I didn't yep. see it. Ben, I didn't you. see it. And then I then then I saw the senior film, and I'm like, okay, that's okay. I see it, All right? You, you know, because I, I this is what I was told. I was like, yo, I was like, I don't see it, man. I don't see what you're doing there, and they're just like, look, just let just wait till you see a senior film. If you just saw it camp, what we saw at camp. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. I don't care what a guy does with no pads on. I'll wait till they put I the pads, no on.
1: pads on. For sure.
2: I, I had a friend of mine who who uh does play by play and he's from Ohio, Ohio State fan. He knows the game. He can watch the game. He called me up after he did a he did a playoff game. I think it was I think it was Lakota West and St. X. I think it's who it was. Mm-hmm. And he said, Brian, I'm gonna tell you something right now. The best kid on the field that day was Ben Minich. Now keep in mind his teammate is Malik Hartford. Who's a top hundred player going to Ohio State? The safety, and he's like, right. He's, he's like, like Ben fast. Minnis was the best kid on the field that day, and it wasn't even a conversation. It wasn't even close. Mm. And I was like, yeah, man, I've seen it all year, man. Like, to, so to me, Sean, those are the ones like when when I say when I when you ask me who the best evaluation in twenty twenty two, I'm not going to say it was Mike Mickens. Seeing seeing uh, the one that impressed me the most, because like I, that's what I expect Mike Mickens to do. Right. I saw it. He should right. see it. Right. Right. It's the ones I don't see that impress me. So props to Chris O'Leary and Chad Bowden and those guys for seeing that Ben Minich when I didn't. Those are the ones that impress me yeah. for me. Who'd you think I was going to say, Sean? I thought
3: you were going to go uh, Trey Ory. Yeah, just because of the conversation we had last night.
2: Yeah, he's just still he's still so projectable though. That's yeah. the thing for me. Like there's still he's so much all the,
1: all the traits.
2: Yeah, all but the like that one's not hard to see. Like if Armo Mukum. But like breaks out, I'm gonna be like, yo, that is an evaluation, because mm. this kid played football for one flipping year. He was committed to Stanford. He played six games a year before, and y'all went and found this kid and flipped him from Stanford before everybody else got involved on him. Like those are the ones that that impress me. Looking at, if you can't look at Bubakar and be like, though no, that dude's got some tools, then you need to find another line of work.
1: Yeah, because he he looks crazy. He's right. You. That's like
2: when they found Keon. Like that that wasn't a hard find. Whoa. Like. You watch popping that kid. The I mean, first time I saw him, I was like, I don't care where that kid's ranked. That's another one, though, right? What did we say when they got Keon? Everybody's like, well, you know, he's tall. He's not even ranked in the top hundred. I was like, I don't care where he's ranked. That's a five star. Five star. Kid's a freaking five star. And you know, it's the ones that I don't see. And Ben minutes I didn't see. Armel Mookam I didn't see at first. I was like, okay, let's see. And then you watch the senior film. I'm like, this is just year two of him playing football. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. So, Caleb Smith, another one. Caleb Never Smith heard of freaking it. Caleb Smith. I mean, who the freaking heck Never is Caleb Smith? You're it. flipping a kid from Texas Tech that's got one offer, and
4: Never then you pop into
2: film. You're like, oh, exactly. Exactly. okay, all right, Chancy, all right, Chad, all right, I got you. Because I was, got- I was like, you're going to pass on Tayshon Lyons for some cat from Texas that's got one offer, right? So even me, I fall victim to the things that other people fall victim to, and then you pop mm-hmm. into film because we all have that immediate reaction, right?
3: Yeah, because we love Tayshon Lyons, right? Love the him.
2: senior film, love them, yeah. It's like when you see a hot girl, right? And then you're like, okay, you have that immediate reaction. Then you talk to her you're like, I'm good. You know what I mean? But you had that immediate reaction no matter what. It's just human instinct. And I was like, come on now. You're going to pass well, the lights came lines on for, at the club for so some well. kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wish I could rethink this decision. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that was one where it's like when you first hear it, before you see the kids film, you're like some six foot, 175 pound kid from Texas that has one offer. You know, come on, man. And then you pop the film and you're like, yep, okay, there you go. I see it. Let's do it. And, you know, so those are the ones for me, Sean, that I just thought that you say this is this is why the staff is going to make it because they're going to keep finding the Ben the Benjamin Morrisons. They're going to keep finding the, you know, the, the kids like that, the Joe Waltz and and, uh, and kids of the world. They're going to keep finding them, you know, because those guys play like five stars and that's what matters. It doesn't matter where you're ranked. It matters how you play. Ronnie Stanley was ranked in the top 100 by a grand total of zero recruiting services. Talk about it. Will Fuller was literally in Malik's yeah, class. Like ESPN had Will Fuller ranked as the la- last kid in the entire class. The only kid that he ranked ahead of was some uh, was a uh, kicker. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Shout out to our guys, Jeff Luke.
3: He said, what, no Hillman? No. No. We we no. immediately saw Hillman's film and,
2: was like, and we're like. Now, finding him. Was impressive, yes. Doing the it's research to go yeah. look and dig to find that kid was great, but recognizing the skill, it does not yeah. that's a different deal. No, the work ethic is phenomenal, but evaluating that kid be like, okay, yeah, once you saw his senior film, it did not take a rocket science to be like, yo, this kid at all. Plus, he's from Virginia, so I mean, Here you
3: got me go. stuck in between Virginia and Ohio tonight. Right. Two great
2: states, man. <laughs> hey, but you gotta remember something. Where was I born?
1: The great state of, right, Ohio. Ohio. Yeah,
2: right. Because it's really impressive to be able to spell a, a state that has four letters in it. You know, like spell out Albuquerque with a bunch of cats, and then I'm impressed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Straight up. <laughs> I was on a cruise one time, and this girl found out I was from Ohio. Every time I walk past her, she yell, "Oh and I'm like, "No, no. <laughs> four no. letters. It ain't impressive." I'm saying
1: like more of a uh, more of a uh, calling card.
2: Yeah. Okay, I got you it. answer to the
1: other end. Let I know. I you know, oh you okay great. great. Stop yeah. doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: So Malik, what did, Malik? Did you give yours yet?
1: Uh, yeah, I was saying uh it was Ben, or it would be Micah, but just because he's a low key kid. He don't have no Instagram. He don't have no social media for real uh his his speed is is definitely dangerous but you know talking to the kid you would think that you know he just chose no name because they called him (laughs) like he he's kind of like you know i kind of like it uh we'll see what happens i decide when i go visit But uh so you know getting a kid like that to commit and then be uh a a special talent that we can develop and it's a very smart kid i think it's going to work out really well but we didn't see him on the blazing trails of, like, a Travis Hunter that was out there and was looking for NILs and this, that, and the third. So, so basically, guys are not thirsty for the NILs. It's still got talent, which is pretty cool.
3: Yeah, Travis Hunter just committed to Colorado. Shocker.
1: They my shock
3: face. Kermani McClain, who decommitted from Miami today, is more than likely going to join him. You know what I'll do? If it's one position that Dion is going to be able to recruit,
2: it's corners
3: anywhere. <laughs> now, it's is is back.
2: Travis Hunter going to play corner there? Or is he going to still be a receiver, or both? Travis Hunter is going to do whatever the heck whatever he wants? He right? Is he going to? I both promise you, that both was both part. There? Yes. Okay.
3: Yes, that was probably part of the deal. Like, son, you come out here, you can do whatever you want to do.
1: And Kermani's smart. He probably wanted to play with Travis too. You know, just be in that, be in that limelight.
2: And it's an easy starting job. I mean, that's oh, yeah. that's a bad roster. There's Mountain West teams like, nah, I'm good. We'll keep our kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> It's not
3: good. Oh, man. If we're going to get ready to close it up, guys, man, we've been on air all day long. Thank you to everyone that is locked in with us, Irish Breakdown, IB Nation, Lucky Lucky Podcast, LL Nation. It's all because of you. Make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us at Lucky Lucky Pod on Twitter and Instagram as well. Long crazy day, left. You gave us but one of the best rants of the season today. Like out of all your rants, it was Braden Lindsey worthy, bro.
1: Like, yeah, we getting better. <laughs> you, you
3: you you had a release package for the masses today. What what's your closing thought?
1: Man, what a great 2023 class we was able to put together. Marcus Freeman, I still can't get over the fact that we were 8-4 and and making headway and big waves in the recruiting game still. It shows that these kids believe in what Marcus Freeman is building. And when the kids believe, I believe. And so I think we're on the right track to being closer to the championship than we were last year. We fixed the holes that we needed to fix from the most standpoint. And at this point, it's all about just icing on the cake and and adding some some uh some nice transfers that can, you know, make some headways, make the team look a little bit better. But I'm excited for the spring. I want to see these young guys get in, see what they look like competing against some of the vets, the vets getting better, the return to Cam Hart and and, and and everything in between. And hopefully, you know, the youth. Will look more experienced than being first time starters and first time big role players. So I think the coaching is going to have a hell of an impact on these young kids and the kids that are coming back.
2: BD, it's the same. It's, it's look, I, I get, I get the emotional reaction to, to what happened today. I get it. We had it, we all went through it. But it's like with anything. Look at what you have. And, and this doesn't even spin. Look, the reality is this is a heck of a class. And I don't care where it's ranked. There are not five classes in the country I'd trade for this class. Oh, for they're, sure. They're just they're not. And and you're doing it in the era of NIL. And even now, this staff is fighting. I, I love it because they understand it's got to be earned. But they understand that the kids that come are going to come hungry they're going to understand it. And over half the kids on this in this class are going to be on campus in two weeks. That's right. And there's going to be a lot of cats on the team now that are thinking they're going to have something, something roll next year. That are going to realize really quickly, I better really – because this is the great thing about competition. Ev had to be at his best because he looked over his shoulder and saw Malik. Malik had to be at his best because he looked over his shoulder, and saw Deshaun. Deshaun had to be at his best because he should have been at his best because you look over his shoulder and you see Brandon. And and that's it just goes on and on that way, right? Well, we stopped and looking over
1: shoulders when Ian came for a long time. <laughs> and he was like, Look, I ain't looking behind, there's a wall back there. Well,
2: I'm you look, but then he was way down there. You just kind of looked over <laughs> him. But but that's what great programs do, right? It's like that's what makes you better, and it's a healthy competition. It's not even like, oh, let me do what I gotta do to sabotage this guy's gonna win, but it's like, look, this guy is gonna challenge me every day. Hey, Dion, Tobias, Lorenzo, you guys wanna be great, then make sure you're putting in the work to keep these kids off the field as best you can. Right. Um, and and it's it's like that everywhere. Hey, look, I know Audric and 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 Diggs and Tyree, you guys had great years and all that as a group, but don't get complacent because there's this cat named Jadarian Price and this cat named Jeremiah Love who's going to show up this summer that are going to want that that are going to say, I don't care what you did last year. Wait mm-hmm. till you get a load of me. Right. And and I think that's the that's where you want to be Benjamin Morrison, freshman All American, but you better have the same workout that can focus next year or this year because you're gonna have Michael Bell and Christian Gray looking to be you next year. And I think that's that's what makes you great. I think the one thing that Brian Kelly's teams are always lacking in most areas was they didn't have that kind of depth and there wasn't the culture correct me if i'm wrong malik where there were too many kids that got jobs and you just knew that you were going to have that job it didn't really matter what happened on saturday
1: and that's yeah, not a, a championship it was culture a real comforting right uh, rolling into the season you know you was pretty much good unless you just absolutely blew
2: and and benjamin look clarence lewis played the best football his career in fall camp early in the season, but it still wasn't yeah. good enough because Benjamin was just better. Yeah. And and you're saying That and wouldn't happened with
1: Brian Kelly. It would not no. have happened. We would have sat on it and waited and then threw him out there the next year. Right. Which ruined a lot of the guys that I thought could have been really nice, like a Nicholas yeah. Watkins. Mm-hmm. We knew he was good when he came in, but we sat on him for guys that he could have competed with. And then he ends up coming in and he gets hurt and then he misses another year. So it's just... You know, we definitely confidence is the same, uh, yeah. I mean, you three years in ain't touched the lick like you should have because they're sitting on you, so right. I think there's been a lot of good players that kind of missed that window, right? But it wasn't their fault, so
2: and I hope we don't see that with this staff linebacker is going to be a key test of that in the spring, mm-hmm. but in a lot of these positions, Mike Mickens has shown I don't care. What well, grade I mean, you're in. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm playing the best guys. I'm going to coach yeah. all you up, and I'm going to play the best guys. I mean, we saw that this year when fifth-year seniors were losing snaps to a converted wide receiver, right? I mean, I, I'm excited to see that because I think if the veterans are keeping their jobs, it's because they put in the work to keep their jobs, and that only makes them a better football team. And that's why classes like this are important, even if they don't necessarily have the impact that they that we thought they are going to have. You, you, that's right. Because the, the veterans are gonna play better. Lorenzo Styles, if he started next year, is it's gonna be because he put in the work to get to his nice. potential. Because if yeah. he's not doing that, he won't play. Yeah. He played this year because <laughs> who are you gonna put in? Right? Yeah. And that's not the case anymore. And this class is gonna be a big part of that. And I'm excited about that. Because for what it is, it's a heck of a class. Yeah. A heck of a class.
3: Let's get to some of these super chats and get out of here, fellas. Jeff, Luke, can you guys talk about this? Is uh, right up your alley, uh, big boss man. Can flat you guys talk talk about the misinformation? Lies, <laughs> it's
2: flat out lies, man. Like the stuff that was being reported about him was just flat out. They were just lies. I mean, there's no other way to explain it other than it's just lies. Like there's reports, and then some of some of the people reported it were not. They weren't lying, but they were reporting what they were being told, which were lies. Yeah. Right. And so like the whole thing about, well, he's he's leaning towards Texas A&M the same day that he is having a conversation with Ryan Roberts at our breakdown about doing his commitment to Notre Dame, which he had made the freaking previous week. Right. On our show. Right. The whole story, well, he's he's going to Jeremiah Love never wavered. But people would ask me going into the last the last couple of days. Hey, do you think Jeremiah loves going to stick? Why is this a question? Well, so and so said. I'm like, would well, you trust so and so? No, I don't. But but then why are we talking about this? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, he
3: it said so. He made that clear as well on his social media today.
2: Yeah. That yeah, was never a doubt. So he
4: never wavered.
2: Yeah. It, 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 and so it just it's what our business has become. Like people will take. Well, so and so told me something. Something as simple as you find out that Jeremiah Love had a conversation with a with a coach at another school, and you turn it into something that it's not, because in reality, and Malik will tell you, there's coaches that you don't play for that you had you might even liked more than the coach you chose to play for. Yeah, but it just wasn't the right opportunity for you. Thanks. You're not going to stop having that relationship if it was real. Yeah. Right. And and so he talks to a coach. Hey, how's it going? How's everything doing? Tony Alford would do this. He would still talk to kids that commit to other schools, not to flip them because he knew they were made made the right choice, but it's like, I care about you. We got to know each other. I love you. I want the best for you. And call
1: me if That's you need me. He was a top recruiter.
2: Exactly. And it's not about call me if you need me because you're not playing enough. He'd probably tell you, you need to stick it out and be a man and, and battle through it.
1: I mean, he told me I was like, you know, interested in going to Ohio State, I obviously trying to go back home. He was like, man, you know, we too deep over here right now. You know, right. JT Baird and the situation. He said, right. don't do it to yourself. Go <laughs> he said, battle. Your
2: play. battle. <laughs> yeah. But that's the that's the coach. That's the real ones right there. And kids still have relationship with those coaches, even though they know this is what's best for me. But I still got love for you. And then people will take that and then turn it into he's going to flip, he's going to do this, he's going to do that, and it was all lies. And so now this kid and his father, here's the disappointing thing, and I'm I'm going to kick some knowledge on him because this is – I told his dad I was going to eventually talk about this. I'm going to say it now. Jeremiah Love did not want to sign today. He wanted to sign in February with his teammates, but he lost that opportunity because he knew what was going to happen to him and his family if he did not sign today,
3: Mm -hmm. the
2: rumors and all the other nonsense. So that got stolen from him. Because of lies and immaturity in a profession that has lost its way, coaching wise and reporter-wise. He had to do something today. Now he there was never a wavering of not going to Notre Dame. He didn't understand at the time that he could sign and then just tell Notre Dame not to announce. So it went from I don't want to sign because I want to do this with my brothers. And he felt him not being committed, it would kind of help, or not being signed, would help them get maybe some more offers to then he was going to not do this ceremony that he was going to sign but then not have it announced and so he could do it in February. But it got to the point where all the rumors were just so great that he was like, we can't afford to do this as a family because this is all people are going to call and talk to us about because Notre Dame fans are going to look at his Instagram page and see that he took something off of it and lose their freaking minds because he liked the post on Twitter. It's absurd. So we're all responsible for it not just the reporters, but when you're going losing your minds because of what some bullcrap garbage reporter put out there, that's on you, not him, because you should have just ignored it. Because here's the deal. You know what's going to make these clowns stop putting out clickbait stuff? Stop clicking on it. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Make them be real journalists. And so that's really what it was with Jeremiah. There was no wavering. It was never wavering. It was nothing but lies. It's the dirty side of this side of the business, not the coaching side. They got their own dirtiness. Our side. If people say, hey, I'm going to write this, it's a stretch of the truth, but, dog, this is going to have a million clicks, which means – because here's how that works. If I put an article out and it gets a ton of views, I get paid because every time you open that article, I'll add revenue check, add revenue check, add revenue check. And then you can just go back later and say, "Stuff it! Stu- it was true, but situation changed. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. And that's what happened with that." So, rant. Over. There you go.
3: Great question, David Littlefield. We appreciate the super chat. He said it's for all the overtime work today. Thank, Thank you. you. We appreciate it. you as always. I got just Buffalo, the motivational business banker. He feels like Adon Shula and Ben Minnich are going to be dogs. I think they are already dogs. They're just going to grow from pups into uh, adult dogs at Notre Dame. And the but big I agree. dogs. Big dogs, yeah. I, I I agree with the sentiment, Josh. Thank you so much. I got Ryan Loftus with the Super Chat for the GC Fund. That's what's up. We appreciate it. Go Iris. What's that? That's, you know, they call me GC, the good Christian. That's what LL Nation and Malik call me. (laughs) Don't forget all of our great content, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CFB Nation. In conjunction with Irish Breakdown, it's the Lucky Lucky Podcast. You already know we spin it different. <laughs> Just one Indy gal. Thank you for the super chat. Joe Moore Award 2025 Lockett. Heck, I mean they should have been up for it this year, honestly, but it is what it is. I got William Chesney. Thank you for the super chat. Do you think N D should pull PB scholarship? Do you stand your ground and say one player isn't going to make a joke out of the university? You made a grown man decision.
1: You live with that decision. Um, we pulled other kids scholarships, for, but it wasn't for their actions. It was from a, we could do better. Can we do better than Peyton at this very juncture? No. So I don't think we'll pull it, but you know, we, we definitely going to give him a Kyrie list of things to do, uh, to get back in good graces if he was to, uh, want to come back.
2: Cause if he wanted to come back too, what does that say? it says that he's going back to being who we think he
1: is.
2: (laughs) So like that, that's something I I, I talk about like the Randy Moss situation. Like you're going to claim to be a, 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 an an institution of faith. Look, there are consequences to your decisions, but not every consequence should involve you're out of here. Yeah. You know? And, and that's kind of thing is like, look, bring him in, help him, learn from this, be better from this. You just doomed him to, missing out on opportunities because you felt you needed to save face. So would you get some satisfaction by telling Peyton Bowen to go F himself? Maybe I, I might've around 12, 15 today, but at the end of the day, if the kid wants to come back, it's because he realizes this isn't right, man. This isn't me. This isn't me. And as long as he's willing to say some things to, to, to you and the other kids, yeah, you welcome him back because he's still part of your family,
1: right? Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: he's just a cousin that owes us some money. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> he got a cousin that cousin. I still love you. You still family, but you, you give me that fifty. You, you got to pay me back first before. You, yeah. yeah. We now we're
2: cool. Now well, we're
1: cool. We, cool. we family. We ain't never gonna stop being family, but that fifty got to be.
2: <laughs> you got to run that, bro. He has out. been on point today with these analogies, though, Sean. Dude,
1: <laughs> right. so this is
3: all the time. This is love. In rare form, Jason Hewlett. Thank you for the super chat. Free gonna load up on four stars on stars. We are gonna be all right. Kendrick voice. Luck for OC. He ends every super chat. with yeah. luck for OC. Yeah, L- luck yeah, is the great. OC,
2: right?
1: Yeah, look, we gonna top five scoring offense. That's what we going for. We don't you about any other stats. We want the top five scoring offense. That's
3: what we, you did. You get your recruit
1: today though. Yes, yes, you got him. Had a nice little visit, you know. Got to got to see him work out a little bit. Dropped him off a couple, you know, shirts for the for the support. You know, got out, got my receivers out there with him. I had to ask him like, y'all like this guy, y'all, y'all? You know, so half of the recruiting is done. You know, now I got the other half. Get the coach, head coach to sign off, but I definitely did my due diligence. Okay.
3: Love us out there <laughs> like
1: Recruiting, recruiting kids in the, yeah. in the
3: public park. Got them thrown to the receivers on Christmas break.
1: Yeah, because we got to win. <laughs> we we got to win and reload. That's what it is. Oh, man. Nick
3: Lane, thank you for the super chat. What's the time frame for early enrollment? I think early enrollment, they report on the 16th, if I'm not Somewhere, mistaken. like January. somewhere 14th, 15th, yeah. 16th. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. thought
1: it was January 13th. That's when I felt like I got there. Yeah, that's, that's, like, that's like a week. It's going to be snowing, boy. <laughs>
3: Matter of fact, I don't think you guys, because the Chicago area is under advisement from we noon are. tomorrow. You guys as well? Yeah. We went yeah. out and
2: got some uh firewood and bought some ice and some waters just in case. Man, yeah, I'm
1: to the beach today, guys. My bad, man.
2: Okay. Thanks, love. La. <laughs> thanks,
3: got, got an itch on my <laughs> head. Give me a second. Well, Sean, so you
1: know you a snowbird for real, so you just being difficult. I right? am.
3: I love the seasons. I absolutely love the seasons. I love the seasons. So I don't
2: only if problem. it means only if it means I don't lose my freaking power in my house. Like like I like snow, but I don't like blizzards and winter storms are like knock the right. power out stuff of like house.
1: that. Yeah, hey, I got it winter is. cyclone bombs. They couldn't get giving these winter things crazier names. Winter storms, cyclone. When did
2: we start naming oh. winter storms? When was this always been a thing? No, I don't know. I, I don't always remember really, like the blizzard of seventy eight, like that. Right, you, right. You know it was what I mean, like the year, right. What is this, like, hurricane season or something like that? Like, we got jealous because we our storms don't get, like, you know, tornado bob, you know what I mean? Like, we got jealous of the hurricane, so we start naming storms. Like, what are we talking about here, man? <laughs> got
3: another super chat. Ape Gambino, thank for the super chat. Love how real IB is, but our safety room isn't good. We can't spend that. You all could take that. I don't know what he sees. Well, Xavier Watts
2: is pretty good to me. I've, I don't remember saying, like, I don't remember talking about how good the safety room was. I I don't remember talking
3: about it. No, that. I think we kind of posed that question that if things don't happen a certain way, we would have to question certain things from Chris O'Leary. I remember saying that today. Sure,
2: but it was a recruiting thing. Yeah. Look, the safety room has not been great, but it's like this. There's We always have these conversations, right? There's some people – I'm not saying this about Ape Gambino. I'm just making a point. Like – it's either great or crap, and the safety room was not great this year. It wasn't bad either. It was solid. At times it was pretty good. At times it was eh, needs to play better. But overall, it's pretty solid. I mean, guys, this is one of the best pass defenses in the country this year, and they did He's so sunny. while playing C.J. Stroud, Jaron Hall, Drake May, Back. DJ, whatever, Caleb and then you know, right Caleb Williams. And there were some other oh, kids, yes. you know, mixed in. I mean, a week before they completely dominated Emmett, uh Moorhead, he threw for over 300 yards against NC State. Right? So, I, I mean, so the standard is you either play like the 2018 safeties, you're garbage, right? Like, are, can, does the safety room need to get better? Yeah, it does. Is it bad? No, it's not. It was pretty solid this year. needs to get better. If you're going to win a championship, it needs to get better. It's pretty, pretty
3: solid pretty solid with the same players that we deemed questionable sure. in previous years. Sure.
2: It's going to be young next year. Uh, here, yes. I'll tell you this right now, though. First thing I'm doing if I'm Notre Dame, I'm going to be real with you all right now, is if you're able to get Ryan Barnes and Chance Tucker back next year with the new kids you got coming in, mm-hmm. I like Chance Tucker. I like Ryan Barnes. I think if those guys are my backups at corner next year with the freshmen, I feel real good about that cornerback depth chart, which then allows yeah. you to say, "Hey, Clarence, yeah, you're an okay corner. Yeah, you could be a pretty darn good safety. Yep, yep. Right? I mean, yep. that's what I think. He's more athletic than like DJ Brown is. Yep. Yeah.
3: DJ Brown it's Brown, not like right.
2: DJ's a hitter. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so so you move him back there, and then you've got Ramon Henderson, you've got Xavier Watts, you've got the freshman coming in. Is it a, a lights out twenty eighteen safety group? No, nah, but it's a good safety group with some athletic kids. Yeah, they can play football, you know. And you're going to have one of the five best cornerback tandems in the country next year. Yeah, because Benjamin Morrison was complaining about this in, in you know in an interview. He's like, "Yeah, people kept throwing at me." Well, You ask, "Well, why?" Because yeah. what was your other option? Cam Hart. You Which know what
3: I mean? Because Cam is probably going to get more action next year. Sure. Which is because- you know
2: what's funny. I talked to somebody that that was a part of his decision making process. That's part of the reason he decided to come back because he's like they can't I avoid need, me. I need
1: some more film of people trying me, <laughs> right? But no,
2: no, seriously, he was like I,
1: I, the way I Benjamin played right now.
2: Like <laughs> they can't avoid me next year because oh, this yeah. cat's too good. You know, I love that. So man, it's got to get better, at Gambino. But it's how many it's,
1: schools sign more than two players back? We should we should look at them stats. There ain't too many. Teams that's taking 50 years back, right? They usually sending them off down, a, right. you know, old old town road.
3: <laughs> big Easy, thank you for the super sticker, my friend. We appreciate you. Yeah, this is you, you look, we're going to talk about this moving into or getting close to the Gator Bowl. Some big decisions, the transfer quarterback situation is going to solve itself. You yeah. know, there will be players after the bowl game that have decisions to make, whether it's going to the NFL or possibly going into the transfer portal. Those are going to be discussions that need to take place. Yeah. So let it one, play out. Let it play out. One thing's for sure. It's going to be fun when we hit the campus in March for the pro day in that first spring practice. I can tell you that. It's yes. I'm looking forward to seeing the early enrollees. I'm looking forward to seeing the freshman class and what they Mm -hmm. look like, how much bigger they are. I can't wait to see Josh Burnham this spring. I can't wait to see Josh Burnham, who has an incredible first step off the edge. Nolan Ziegler, Jalen Smith, like everybody. Like, if you're not excited about this program at this point, like PB who? Like, there's plenty to be excited about. You know,
2: and that's not being disrespectful to – how great of a player he is. Because yeah. ideally, you want all those guys plus Peyton Bone, right? Like, I hate people yeah. that are like, "No, no, no, we're, we're we don't need him because we got so and so." Okay, cool, but wouldn't you be better if you had so and so and him? Yeah,
1: right. That's so how George is feeling it's like we got right? him
2: and and so him. so. You know, that's why Malik and I both said, as long as he's willing to you know do the right things, I'll take him back. Yeah, right? We but can we also hey, not listen, forget that they got a walk on safety today? Right. Right. No Can way. we not forget the fact that we that Notre Dame landed a walk-on safety today that turned down a scholarship offer from Utah and Washington State?
1: Look at that. Yeah. That's pretty damn good.
2: Utah did something that Notre Dame – Utah twice did something that Notre Dame couldn't do this year. Right. Facts.
1: Beat Facts. twice. I'm talking about made them look like a regular team. That's the they way, way get on it. Does Utah have a great D-line? Was it's, it's good.
2: It just yeah. they just played well. They attacked. They, they attacked. Discipline. They were they didn't coach passive like Notre Dame did. They attacked. Yeah. They, attacked. they took that's the fight hard. to them.
1: That's hard. that's our trade. Yeah. Get passive versus really good teams.
2: Can I say something to Malik and get his his answer on this, Sean? Yeah. Uh, Malik, because right. you because you, you you know Justin Utupo and 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 obviously playing Notre Dame and you play with some of these cats. If you if I said if I was Marcus Freeman, I would make this rule. You tell me if you agree agree or disagree. I would have a rule that if you coach D line for me, if you don't bring me at least one. Like Polynesian defensive lineman every year, you're fired.
1: Wait, one that's over three hundred because those are the those are the good ones.
2: Or a kid that's got like Kona, who was like two thirty when he signed, but he oh. had like you could see the Kona was going to blow up, oh. right? Like you could look at him at two thirty, be like, he's got these big shoulders, these so big hands, six, these five, big feet. Then you met his family, and you're like, oh yeah, he's he's going to blow up. But yeah. yes, to your point, right? To your point, give me one of those a year. Cause you gotta and, put
1: one in the middle. We right. need just we just need one nasty right. Jordan Davis. Kona, listen,
2: Jordan. I mean, but like, I mean, may he rest in peace. But like Kona in this defense would would be a dude that you're like, It'd be okay, amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But that man, that defense in 2020, we had Ben Council, Jared Grace, Kona, Shimbo, Eshack, Romeo on the same team. Right. On the same team. Lou to it, man. And man, listen at a different time now. Yeah, but Notre that's Dame what hasn't had one to compete to for a
3: championship.
1: And I was <laughs> afraid to practice against them boys, man. <laughs> Big Easy, thank you for
3: the super chat. Well, Notre Dame have dogs on the defense to build a tough championship attitude. Uh,
2: TBD. Yeah,
3: if we're being just, real, you know, TBD
2: cuz we're young. Yeah. I mean, I I think part of that's, though, Malikus comes from the competition, right? I mean, yeah. you've got to let those young guys believe that there's a chance for them to go out there and beat out J.D. Bertrand and Marist and Jack Kaiser because if they do, and those cats know they got to step up their game, and that means, you know, put popping some pads. Because if you don't, Jalen Sneed will do it. Nolan, Z- I know it's Nolan totally Ziegler good. and, and J- Jalen Sneed will do it. I know Drake Bone's going to do it. So, hey, you've got a choice, bro.
1: Yeah, that Ring linebacker, it. I want to see who's going to start that linebacker win. Yeah.
2: But you got to let them know that that's a real deal. I don't care who – I mean, you're. I don't care that you're the defensive MVP. I don't care that you started last year. I don't care that you're, you know, you're 6'3 and, and range. You know, look, you didn't play well enough. And this cat's chomping at the bit, right? I, so I think it comes from the culture, too. I think I think that nasty physical defense is partly you, you recruit kids that have that mindset. You didn't need to – you didn't need to do anything in practice to get Manti to be that way. That's just how Manti was. Yeah. But I also think you can enhance that culture – Number one, recruit those kind of kids. Number one, number two, uh, is create a culture where cats are hungry, and they gotta be. Because right. if you don't go eat today, I know somebody who wants to snack on that meal. I know somebody who will go eat that. Right? I know someone who'll do that. And that's you want that practice every day. Where like, if I don't bring it today, like I, Malik, I, I talked to, to kids, the cats on the 2017 team, and they'll say, look, I had to on an offensive. Line, I had to bring it every day because if I didn't, oh, was be in my yeah,
1: face. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Well, letting you just do whatever you better
2: right. be. He was like, I'm the good. dude and I'm bringing it. You know, Alex Barr said that on our show one time. He's like, I, I could not have a like, so there's every kid has days you're like, I don't want to be, I got a final tomorrow. I got this problem. I got my yeah, girlfriend. Yeah,
1: guys like Zach Martin who right. never got cold, never complained, will always do the same thing. And that was, he just had a standard. And Q was the same way.
2: And if he's doing it, you have
1: no choice. You have no to choice. And Q was just so like a football guy yeah, that the lineman couldn't even, you couldn't even get out of line
3: yeah. right?
1: because it was such a high level of expectation. And then back by, he stayed, right? man, right. he was either going to the league or, or going somewhere in the top 500 company.
2: <laughs> right. And, and that's what we need to see more of on defense. Yeah. Is that hunger to, if you don't, if you, it's like, you want it to be, I'll try to use an analogy, right? Like, you want your defense to be like you got a pack of hyenas and there's a a raw carcass and you're holding them all back and then you just let them go. And it's a race. There's 15 hyenas and there's only enough food for 10 of them. So you you you, you know, if you don't put if you don't put in the work, if you don't sprint, if you don't scratch, you don't claw, you don't fight, you're going to be hungry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how this defense needs to be. And I don't think it was always that way. At times it was.
1: At times uh, we turned it but, on and off.
2: Yeah. But not. But that's the thing, though. It had to be turned on. It shouldn't be that way. The 2012 defense didn't need to be turned on.
1: Yeah, because we it, start recruiting very, very upstanding citizens, man. You know, right. guys that that were just really good guys that you would want to date your daughter. I don't want no D lineman no more that I will let date my daughter. I want raw, aggressive energy. I want a bunch of guys that I got to question their character. Be like, did they? Did they? How did they? Okay. They okay in the head because that's what it's going to take to be nasty.
2: You need at least a couple of those guys, right? Yeah, I
1: need a couple. I'm like, no, I don't know about him, man. I don't want to meet him in a no dark alley, <laughs> uh, watch my stuff in my locker, you know, because he just – I just don't know, you know. You uh, ride right with me to store? No, I'm, I'm good, like, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He asked you to hang out. No, I'm good. Or I'll leave my, my wallet home. at home. <laughs> 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 I need some dudes <laughs> like that, you know. Grab Cause, that, that empty because
2: you know how it is, right? right? You always have that empty wallet that you take with you. You know that you don't. Yeah. You know you just kind of you kind of do that, and it's like, no, nah, I ain't gonna have this. Yeah. that yeah. one.
1: I would love to have some questionable, some questionable guys in the locker room. <laughs> I think it just it just makes the personality better of the whole team.
3: Jason Hewlett, thank for the for another super chat. Is Tariq I assume
2: Bracy out of eligibility? I believe so. He's he literally played five years. He should have been out out of eligibility last year because he played as a freshman in 18 right, and then played all four years, but the COVID year allowed him to have a fifth year. So he was like Kurt Heinish, where he literally played all four years and then got another year because of COVID. So, yeah, mm-hmm. he is definitely done. There is no – unless they just grant everybody now has five years to, or six years to play five, Malik's Karek's done. And I was so happy how that kid – end. he's got another game left now, by the way. he I mean, but just his senior year, I was so happy to see how, with all the ups oh, and downs yeah. he had, to, to play the way he did this year was um, – I was, I was happy to see that.
3: Doma Wap. Thank you for the super chat. Thank you all. One of your best shows. We appreciate that. As always, you're informative, balanced, thoughtful, and humorous. Thanks for all your hard work. We don't take it for granted. Prayer hands keep spinning it differently. Differently. I'm sorry. We appreciate that Doma Wap. And I see someone in the chat brought this up and we'll get out of here on this. Yes. I, I expect that you will see some of the position changes possibly in the bowl game and expect some position changes. Uh, Brian hinted to one that might take place. And, yeah, those conversations will be had after the bowl game. I'm sure you'll get all of that intel when it starts to happen and those conversations take place over at Irish Breakdown, the message board. Go ahead and sign up today.
2: You got a couple couple Super Chats. I missed. Up at 11.28 and 11.29. The Hook and then Ryan Loftus. Oh, yeah, I did miss
3: those two. Sorry, guys. Good looking. Uh The Hook, thank you for the Super Chat. Malik's rant was epic. Needs to be on constantly.
1: Yeah. Hey, thanks, man. <laughs> we bringing it. We bringing it. And then
3: Ryan Loftus, I got Brian. Did you do the do to get through today? Look, we're Was, coming it, up it in 12 hours.
2: Still didn't work. There's not enough Mountain to, If you took a, If I took a syringe of Mountain Dew for my veins right now, I'm still not waking up. I'm still not going to have more energy than I have right now. I'm done. I'm, getting, yeah, I'm yeah. too old for this, man. I'm too old to be having days where I sleep an hour and a half, two hours, and then got to get up and do shows all day. Good man. You know? But I think I powered through okay. Malik got to be fired up. I was ready to fall asleep. And then Malik went on his thing. Okay, I, I better step up, right? Like, that's what you do, right? Malik went on the grave. I'm like, well, I better come with something, right? right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I better bring it. Malik brought it. I can't get embarrassed on you. I can't go on the show and get embarrassed. Like,
1: right. okay. It's National okay. signing day man. We can't that's be right. lacking at all. That's
2: right.
3: And Big Easy, another super chat. Malik wants them Southside Chicago D linemen.
1: I want some dudes you can't take everywhere. You know? So <laughs> like, you can't take it to the restaurant. You might start arguing with the waiter you know, take your food back, try to right. get off my plate. Okay, can take him everywhere. We can take can, you some places. It's like those them. family
3: members, like, I can't take you nowhere. I can't take you nowhere.
1: <laughs> no, I'm trying you to start, start act, out. man. Yeah,
4: <laughs>
3: so we'll be back early tomorrow, right? We'll dig into this class and we'll give you our favorites, talk about that type of stuff, project. We, we are hopeful that we'll have a very special guest on tomorrow's show, that has an affinity for left. It has a special story, so we'll we'll we'll, we'll get into That's a that. Good one. Hopefully, That's a good one. John told me that one. Hopefully, we'll get that. If not, if not tomorrow, it will happen sometime in the future. And don't forget, Irish breakdown will be back tomorrow as well. Big boss, what time? What time we're we rocking out tomorrow? Because I'm in on that show. Tomorrow.
2: One. One. We may move it back to two. You know what? Let's just make the executive call now. I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna be a zombie till about <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> if we're gonna be real about it. So let's just, just say we're gonna stuff. do it at two. It's okay. Money. So and then Nishan, the I'll yeah. give you some time to wrap up your guys' show and then get the podcast up too. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and just, just to let, let you guys
3: know, this show will be on podcast, but it will be two separate podcasts because yeah. it's three hours long. And we're gonna break Seriously? it down. Yes, it's three hours yeah. long. We're gonna break it down into two separate podcasts. So you have a part one. Eight hours today, two.
2: dog. We were on, and I did a four-hour mailbag yesterday.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. Did. We did two shows yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, let's so go, pass on,
1: more, man. Keep, keep sending the love. Keep sending the love.
3: Apple Podcast, Spotify. Don't forget, go over there, subscribe to us on YouTube as well. CFB Nation. In conjunction with Irish Breakdown, leave five stars, leave your comments, set up the automatic download. Just make sure you get all the great content. Lucky Lefty Podcast, State of Recruiting. Man, we cover college football like anybody else. So Lucky Lefty started. Podcast. We already know. Just We getting started. spin it different. For left, Brian Driscoll, Sean Davis, Walking Zombies. But we had to do it because we're the best in the business. Have a great evening. But most of all, even with all the disappointment, be excited about this program and make sure that you spin it different. We'll holler at y'all sometime tomorrow. That's what we do.